When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a crowd podcast. This is Quiz Chat Repeat, because Britain loves a quiz. And there's a guy called Duncan who hasn't been able to host a pub quiz since March, and he's got loads of questions already written. So in tribute to him, let's quiz. Hello, I'm Makita Oliver. This is Music Tuesday. I do love a Music Tuesday. My guest today is my friend and colleague, Russell Kane. Sorry, it says that we're friends in the script. Is that a bit much? I know, it's get, every time we work together, it gets friendlier. I can't wait for episode seven. <laughs> Who knows what I'll call you by then. So 15 points across 12 questions. Let's get straight to it. Let's just quiz, Let's Russell. Do it. Question number one. The 2019 album Norman Effing Rockwell was the first number one album to contain a swear word in its title. But which pop star released it? Absolutely no idea. Really? I, I All I do is listen to audiobooks or techno. The correct answer or, is... <laughs> or I do listen to a bit of Filthy Grime, but I can't, I can't tell you what AJ Tracy's album's called. I'm not 12. I'm no, not like buying an that. LP down Woolworths. I just listen to a track. Incorrect. The correct answer is Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Question number two. Hand in Glove was the debut single of which iconic 80s band? I mean, God knows. I hate 80s music. Didn't <laughs> listen to it at the time. Don't listen to it now. I don't. I couldn't even tell you. I can only tell you about two, three bands: Duran Duran, Spandau Ballet. So I'll just go with one of those: Duran Duran. Incorrect. The correct answer is the Smiths. Question yes. number three: In which U.S. city does the Lollapalooza festival take place? I went to an ITV thing called Lollapalooza. It was in bloody London. <laughs> this is another one. <laughs> San Francisco. Incorrect. The correct answer is Chicago. It takes place in Grant Park in Chicago. Never heard of it. Question number four. The college dropout, late registration and graduation were the first three albums for which US artist? Uh Kanye West. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Okay, now we're cooking. Okay. You asked me about Morrissey and Lana Del Rey. I've got a 13-year-old girl in my bedroom. Okay, all right, so Kanye's more your thing. It's more the type of music I would listen to, but it, to know the name of albums, even of my very favourite artists, it's just not something, they're not really the way we, a, a normal person, because if you're a music buff, you can, you sort of listen to the album and enjoy it, track one to track ten, yeah. but the rest of us just sort of like a tune, listen to it a hundred times, then move on. Yeah. Yeah. Question number five. In 2007, which Aerosmith song was covered by the Sugar Babes and Girls Aloud for the official Comic Relief charity single? Don't you remember this video? It was so bad. (laughs) 2007. I mean, I was so deep into stand-up, all kicking off and everything, being exciting. Yeah. I don't remember stopping that year. To check Um, up on Girls Aloud and Sugar Babes, what they were up to. Jump, jump, jump. 
it's not a, is it jump or something like that? Oh, that was jump. a tune, but that's when they covered the pointer sisters. This is when uh, oh, right. they covered Aerosmith and the correct answer was walk this way. No, no. Oh, I mean, come walk on. this way is the only, walk annoyingly, walk this way is the only Aerosmith track I know because of the run DMC mashup one they did with the rapping over the top of it. So if you'd ask, have you seen that? Yeah, of course. Run DMC, yes, is it? of course. Now that, now that song I know. So let's start to think more like that then. Let's get in that headspace. Like, who are Aerosmith to me? Yeah, okay. Okay. Question number six. You're going to... Oh, no. Okay. In what year did the Mercury Prize, the Box TV Music Channel, and the Mini Disc Player all launch? The Mercury Prize? That's not called the Mercury Prize anymore, is it? Yes, no, it is. It very much is. It's still called the Mercury Prize. Yeah, big time. Is it? I mean, Box was so long ago. Box feels like 95, 96 or something. A mini disc was uh, when we thought was something tried to be better than CDs but never really took off. Oh, I loved my mini disc player. So CDs were about, what, 92, 93? I'm going to go 1995. It's incorrect. The correct answer is actually 1992. Time ago. Question number seven. Shout Out to My Ex was a song by Little Mix written in response to the breakup between Zayn Malik of One Direction and which member of the band? I'm so excited to know one. It's Perry Perry, (laughs) Perry Edwards. Thank God. That you know. Because my my five-year-old daughter likes dancing to Little Mix videos. That's why I know that. (laughs) Okay. Great dancer is Perry Edwards. Well done, Russell Kane. Question number eight. What name... Links a character from Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol, and the 1992 breakthrough single for 90s rave group The Shaman. So, Christmas Carol, I know backwards. That's obviously Ebenezer Scrooge, Tiny Tiny Tim, all of that lot, Cratchits and everything like that. The Shaman, I can move... Is that the one song I can move any mountain? That piece of tripe. Did they do that? <laughs> I'm not sure. That was the type of music that I sneered at as I, you know, because we would be like emerging from a warehouse at six in the morning. Real. If you knew the name of any music you'd dance to, you weren't a proper clubber, in our yeah, opinion. Yeah, true say. People that could name a track were marched out of the fire exit. You know, you should be sort of being peeled <laughs> like, off oh, of the isn't floor this and put into your transport. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, unless, they, unless, they, unless they wrote that song, which was one of the songs I hated most of all. So it could be Ebenezer Good. He's so a good. He's so a good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ebenezer Good. That Ebenezer one. Good. So what are we going with? Ebenezer. Correct. The correct Ebenezer. answer is Ebenezer, yeah. and that is the tune. Ebenezer Good. Yes, I got that. I mean, I didn't, genuinely didn't know that at the start of working that out. Well done. I like hearing your mind work it out. Question number nine. <laughs> this is a lyric challenge. I don't think you're going to like it. Complete this opening line. Pass. From- from NWA's <laughs> opening song and album title, Christ. Straight Out of Compton. You are now about to witness the strength of. Um, oh my God, I just went to the cinema to watch this. And I, I love this album, but my, as I say, went clubbing one too many times. <laughs> Short term memory isn't there. Oh, but I like the that you strength... love this album. You are now about to witness the strength of. I, I don't know. Language, resistance, something like that. The correct answer is street knowledge. (sighs) Okay, question number 10. For one point, can you name a musician to feature in the Sunday Times top 10 richest people under 30 from the UK of 2020? As of 2020. Is Ed Sheeran under 30? Hmm. Is Ed Sheeran under 30? Is Billie Eilish British? I don't think she is. She doesn't look British. She looks a bit American-y. I have no idea whether Ed Sheeran is still under 30. I'm going to gamble. Ed Sheeran. Absolutely correct. He is uh, (sighs) fifth on the list. And 
unbelievably, he is still under 30. And he yeah. is worth 200 million. Harry Styles is also there. Is. Number 10, 63 million. Go on, Harry. Okay, question number 11. For two points, can you name two of the 10 types of saxophone? Tenor and alto. Absolutely correct. Well done. You could have also had sopranissimo, sopranino, soprano, C melody, baritone, bass, contrabass, and subcontrabass. Blimey Question number 12, your final question in your Music Tuesday. For three points, can you name three of the five best-selling girl groups of all time after the Spice Girls? Well. So this is of all time, but this is after the Spice Girls, because they've got 85 million in sales. So anything just So I'm that. guessing Little Little Mix definitely on the list, because they've done really well. I did, I did girls allowed to They're well seventh to in my list. Yes, so that's two, right? Sorry, little mix. Uh, sorry, no, 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 no. No girls allowed. So I've got to be on the top five. I'm wondering if there's something like back in the day. Yeah, so no, little mix and like no that. girl. Sorry, you haven't got any points yet. <laughs> I just realised. Right, so none of those are in the top five? No, they're seven and girls allowed's not even here. So it, it's probably some like weird South Korean band I've never even heard of. Some, some K-pop girl band. Um, so yeah, I think I've got one of those. That, yeah, it'll be one of those. K-pop 5000, whatever they're called. I'm going to guess. I'm going to go back in the day, like the Supremes or something like that. Okay, incorrect. Um, they're, they're, oh, they're sixth. Oh, girl band. And you have one more guess, I think. Uh, right. So, I mean, I can't believe... The little mix isn't up there. I'm going to go Destiny's Child. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Well done, Destiny's Child. Also, the Andrews sisters, never heard of them. TLC, uh, the K-pop you were looking for, actually a Japanese band. They're called AKB48. Never heard of them. I knew it would be something over there because those bands are freaking huge. Yeah. And then Pussycat Dolls are here. 55 what? million they've sold. I never, I never would have. Even if you teased me as a possible would have gone with no that. Way. No way. No way. Your score at the end of your Music Tuesday is seven points. Fair enough. Could be worse. We'll talk you through your points after this short break. This is the story of Whitney Houston, of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. That feeling. That feeling. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. about let's talk about your dancing partying days you've mentioned them a little bit would this be up in manchester where were you where did you no 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 i'm from i'm from essex in london that's where i'm from so uh, when i when i first started going clubbing unfortunately i just not quite old enough to have done the proper like acid house rave scene i missed that by a few years yeah but there was still very much the jungle um hardcore um rave scene was going strong so that was pirate first of all started a place called pirate express which is the lee valley uh leisure center it's an old ice skating rink we used to gather there what are you Saturday talking dark. about that's like opposite my house there no uh, so, uh, you raved in the Finn ice Bar rink was the name. mate it was it was <laughs> massive so cool. and then 
And then some people sort of then, it split then. You either got hardcore into the jungle, you know, jumping around, or you went down the other way, which was Hard House, which started coming up. It was already getting big in Ibiza. I started going Ibiza, and then it was sort of a love affair with that. I used to go Strawberry Sundays, this massive club in Vauxhall every week. Oh, my God. I did that for about a decade. Now I still go Ibiza every summer. Do you? So you still like to rave? Yes, mate. I I like a day party now as well, because when I'm around Wayne Lineker, I feel so young. So it's great. <laughs> Wayne can take it. Take the bento. Go on, you Wayne. Um, no, but I love, I love. I do love going like Ocean Beach Club. I admit it. I love. I love going there, no, clubbing during the day. And then if we still got energy, we might go Pasha uh, and the ultimate place if you can handle it is obviously DC Ten where oh you can rave outside. God, the planes I mean, go I, over. I can't believe you still have the energy. I'm exhausted just hearing it. about it. Russell Kane, thank you very much. That was Quiz Chat Repeat. Join us tomorrow for an archived episode of Sport Wednesday. But here's your second connector clue of the week. It is the first name of the actor who portrays Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We want the first name of the actor who portrays Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We'll see you tomorrow. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.